Okay, I'm uh, reading Psalm 147. <clears throat> praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God, for he is gracious and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your grace and we thank you for your love. Without your love, without your grace, our life has no meaning, O oh Lord. We thank you for your constancy and your steadfast love so that we know who we are and we become your beloved children. And as we hear others' stories today, how they um, experience your love and how you have revealed to them and in their lives. Lord, speak to us and resonate with our hearts so that we can picture you in a great way. Thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Who is God to you? And what is your understanding of God? In the Bible, God is described in, in many different ways. In Genesis chapter 1 and 2, God is portrayed as creator. In the book of Revelation, God is described as the righteous judge. In the Old Testament, God is described as the holy, the righteous, the jealous, the loving God, or sometimes the angry God and strict God. And in the New Testament, God is described as loving and caring God and also counselor, the comforter, and the life, and etc. And the Psalm 147 we just read has multiple description of God, even within five verses. It says, God is great. And God is the one who heals the brokenhearted. And God is the one who has mighty power. And God is the one who governs the universe. And God is the one who calls them and us by each name. And God is the one who brings justice on earth. You might have different understanding or description of God depending on your own experiences. This is because we perceive God from our own experience and understanding. But it doesn't mean that the God that each one of us know is different. But God is, that we experience is the same God, but only difference is the way how we perceive God. It is like the story of the six blind men and the elephant. Here, as you see, six blind men who had no idea what an elephant was, they never um, 
saw elephant before, and even they didn't know how big it was. And they decided to go and feel it anyway, although they would not able to see it. All of them went where the elephant was and touched, touched elephant to figure out what it is. And the first man who touched um, his leg said, oh, the elephant is a tree. And the, and the one who touched the tail said, oh, the elephant is like rope. And the third man who touched the trunk, and then he said, oh, elephant is like a snake. And the fourth man who touched the ear and said, no, it's like a big fan. And that the other person said, uh, who touched the belly, no, it's like a huge wall. And the sixth man who touched the tusk, and he said, no, it's like a spear. They began to argue about the elephant, and everyone insisted they were right. Then a wise man was passing by and stopped and told them, all of you are right, but only partially right. And because each one of you telling different part of the elephants. I think we can apply this, this method to understand our God because God is too big and God is greater than we think. So when we collect all of our understanding, our own experience, then we can imagine who God is. Maybe some people experience God only as a loving God, or some people understand God as like jealous God, or who gives punishment. And some people experience God as a healer, so when we hear different voices and different stories, our understanding get broadened. And then we know, oh, I didn't know this part of God, but I, now I see that this is also our God. So today what we're gonna do is, I want you, and I'm gonna share my own story as well. I want you to share who God is to you. And I want you to share some items that remind you of God's love and God's grace so that we can experience your experience as well by hearing. So here's my old journal. It's a little like, um, torn apart a little bit. So I, it says 2006. Uh, this is a journal that I wrote in 2006 when I was in China. Uh, when I came to China in 2006, I had no idea why God sent me to a foreign land. And I started writing a journal whenever I could. Back then, I, I would say it was a very uh, uncertain season. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what, what was God's plan for me. Uh, but I went there because my mom asked me to go. <laughs> 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 
and then I learned the Chinese, and I met a bunch of uh, the Chinese friends, and then I shared the God's message with them. And, and as you said, I, I, sometimes I wrote something and drew something. Whenever I, um, I, I go through some tough season, I go back to my old journals to refresh my mind and my memory of how God had touched my life and how God led me to up to right now. In this journal, I wrote so many of my concerns, my prayers, some of the petitions, some of the thanksgiving to the Lord. And one of the things I pray for, Lord, where's my husband? And then I found my husband right there. <laughs> Who's been very supportive to me and you know to my ministry, and then back then, uh, I knew that God called me, but I wasn't sure how God will fulfill. And then now I'm here as a pastor. So, whenever I have a hard time, I go back to this journal, and then I remind, and that this uh, journal reminds me of. God's grace and God's love that touched my life. And they give me some assurance that even though I do not see God's moving, God is here and now and working with me and with us. And then now I'd like to turn my mic to you, <laughs> but uh, I want to give you a little few more minutes. So um, actually I asked some of the folks who were not able to come to their worship service, and then I asked them to share their own story. Um, and then I want to share with you the video clip together, and after uh, seeing video, as a response, we're going to sing the bless of the, uh, hold on, yeah, bless the Lord, and then I'm going to invite you to come forward to share the story. Can you play the video? Thank you. I have a book here. Of one of the natural wonders of the world, the Grand Canyon. And Doug and I lived for many years in the Grand Canyon State, Arizona. And of course, we would go to see the Grand Canyon. And uh, I, we had the experience of climbing out of it from the bottom, going down the Colorado River on a raft trip. We've seen it in snowfall. We've seen it in the spring. We've been there when it was raining. It is magnificent. And you can't enter into a space like that and not reflect on God's magnificence. If you remember the last speech that Martin Luther King gave before he was assassinated, he said, I have been to the mountaintop. And that is the feeling when you go into the place like the Grand Canyon. You feel like you've been to the mountaintop. And why? Because we look to the heavens to see God, to feel like we're in his presence. And it's not just for the Grand Canyon. Every national park that we ever went into that was set aside for us humans, loved it. And I just want to show you one phenomenal picture. I'm gonna 
There's so many. Can you see that? Truly magnificent. And this doesn't even do it justice. Seeing is believing. And when you see this, you're not just believing in the beauty of our country, but you're believing in God as well. Long, long ago and not so far away, uh, my wife and I uh, were married maybe about three years, going through some really difficult times. Wanted to move out of our house where I was raised into a new place. We, uh, I usually don't say God is so gracious uh, simply due to giving us the material things we want, but we definitely wanted to move. We had two houses to choose from, but it, it uh, required that we get a variance on our property so that we could uh, divide the property and put up, have another house built. So we were for the zoning code, and there were two houses that we very much wanted. They were both available. The zoning board kept canceling it for us. Uh, and three months went by. Finally, we were thought we were going to the zoning board. And one week before the zoning board, both houses were sold. Uh, as I said, we were going through some very difficult times. It was really kind of crushing to us. And uh, lo and behold, day before the zoning board met, uh, both houses came back on the market and we were able to actually make a choice of which of the two we wanted. Uh, again, I don't think God is there to supply all our material needs, but somehow uh, it just seemed so miraculously uh, so miraculous that both were lost one week before the zoning board and then one day before the zoning board both came back on the market again. So we hung the sign up that says Surprised by Joy. Many of you probably are familiar with C.S. Lewis and it was uh, a book that he wrote speaking about his conversion from atheism to, uh, to a belief in, in in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jesus. So uh, this hung for about 45, uh, 40 years in front of our Woodville Lake property. Uh, we now have it on our screen in Fortune or Park Ridge property. But it was one of those seemingly miraculous events that we just felt like God was so gracious at a time when we were going through such difficulty. And, uh, so we continue to thank him for that 40 years later. Thank you. Finding God in our ordinary life, for me, is when I scuba dive. This photograph, which I took of the hermit crab, turns out to be, if you look very closely, you can see the risen Christ in the shell of the conch. When I am under the sea, I'm at peace. I feel God's presence. I am not distracted, and I feel it's the closest thing to heaven. So go under the sea and explore all of God's creation.
come up and speak. Thank you, Bill and Cindy. One, two. Good morning. Um, when Julie first mentioned this a few weeks ago, the first thing that came to mind was my children. So I brought a picture of my kids, Chad and Carly, who are grown now, but I just, when, uh, to me, children are just a miracle and a blessing from God and um, just uh, a joy in my life, so. Um, speaking of, of our children, my daughter uh, gave us the, uh, a, uh, a, a wireless printer uh, for my cell phone so I can take pictures of the food that I make um, and print them out. So that's what these are. These are like the 21st century version of the old Polaroids and they're, it's so cool. So we printed these out this morning. This is a sunset. Um, uh, back when I was working uh, the drive home, you know, I, as you know, I worked in television for about 40 years and it was a pretty high stress job and, and a, lot, a lot of, uh, of, of angst uh, during the day. So my drive home, especially this time of year when it would be around the time of sunset, I can remember driving along on the Palisades Parkway and, you know, the sun is setting and I'd get off and I'd be driving due west right into the sunset. And many, many was the time when I could just feel the, the stress melting away as I looked at that sunset. And I would breathe a prayer just of thanks uh, for that. Now that I'm retired and I am cooking every day, um, I find myself at the market uh, it, late in the afternoon to pick up uh, whatever ingredients I'm gonna want. And when I walk out of the market, there are those times, especially this time of year, when there's the sunset uh, in the west. And this is a sunset that I took uh, on the Outer Banks where we vacation every year. Uh, so every time I see a sunset, uh, I see God and I give thanks. I was five years old and started at, um, going to Sunday school. My father gave me a King James version of the Bible, and it was a wallet-sized picture of Jesus. I found this on Amazon, and I have it on my living room wall, and it, to me, is what Jesus must have looked like, because I get so much comfort. If I'm troubled, I just look at this picture and I get, all my troubles seem to melt away when I, when I look at the picture. And it used to hang, there used to be a, a copy of this picture in Fellowship Hall. I don't know where it is now, but. Now that, that, that photo is in Education Building. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you. I feel like I'm in show and tell. This is great. <laughs> um, this one, I brought a shell today, and um, I don't know, I've been sh collecting shells for more than 30 years down the Jersey Shore. And this shell I found in Longport, New Jersey. And um, I was just surprised. I went uh, in the spring uh, before the season, which is my favorite time to go to the beach. And, um, you know, we're all in our seasons in our lives, all different types of seasons. We're in the wilderness. We're in the summer, we're in the spring, and um, I found this, and uh, I couldn't believe it was whole, it was intact, and I felt like I, it was from the Caribbean, like, that. why is this down the Jersey Shore? Um, and it reminded me, it's out of the hundreds of shells I have, this is, this is the most important one to me. I always check and make sure it's still there every morning, and uh, it reminds me of God's promises. He never breaks his promise no matter what I do, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what the circumstances are in my life. And let's face it, we can all be really self-centered sometimes. And it just reminded me that he goes, I, it's a gift no matter what, I'm with you. And uh, you know, it's his blessings, his love, and his grace that he has towards us. That's it, thank you. Thank you. loving and gracious God, we thank you for your love. Thank you for having revealed to us in our original lives, maybe in our creation, and in your creation, and in our children, in our family, in our school or workplace, and in our relationships. Lord, continue to show us your grandness and your loving presence even when we do not see it is there in front of us. Even though when, even when we do not feel it, we know that your love never fails us, never fails us never gives up. Let us hold on to your love and continue to walk with you and continue to journey with you until we have reunion with you and we have a 
And we ask you to continue to bless us with your loving grace. Lord, we thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.